This is the Horse Radio Network. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. Well, good Wednesday morning, everybody. I am Glenn the Geek from Ocala, Florida. And I'm Jamie Jennings, and I'm in Norman, Oklahoma, until tomorrow when I go to Kentucky. You're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for April 27th, episode 2921, brought to you by Stateline Tech. Good morning, horse people. It's Wednesday morning. That means Jamie and Glenn are back to talk horses with all of you. Well, let's be honest. Jamie talks horses. Glenn is just here to hassle Jamie. Enjoy the show. That's right, everybody. I'm All my Facebook friends are posting about driving to Kentucky. You're flying to Kentucky. And today seems to be the mass migration day. So. I know. I had, That's why I have to go tomorrow, because of this dang show. <laughs> I'd be there by now. No, just kidding. <laughs> I'm so excited, and I've noticed that the weather is oh, yes. all of the things, so it should be fun. Yeah, so for everybody going, pack all the layers because you and your raincoats because it looks like it looks like you're going to have anything from the 40s at night to 60s during the day to chance of rain for three days. So, do they allow umbrellas on cross country? I think they I've do, seen don't those they? before. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think I've seen those before. Yeah. Uh, you know, so yeah, bring everything. <laughs> All the things. <laughs> All it's Kentucky in the spring. <laughs> we are going to have shows for you tomorrow. I recorded a show with uh, with Kayla. She has a brand new breeding episode for tomorrow and uh, and uh, and horse sales episode. And we talked to, I don't know if you saw the OBS sale down here in, in, or in Ocala. They had the two-year-old sale for thoroughbreds. And it was a record. Five horses went over $2 million. These are two-year-olds. And we talked to two of the people who sold horses over over a million dollars. So uh, needless to say, they were quite happy <laughs> when we yeah. talked to them. So we're going to do that tomorrow. And I really understand what a pinhooker is now because they really explained that. So if you're still confused about that, listen to tomorrow's show. And then on Friday, I recorded another one last night that I've been we've been trying to put together for a long time. Scott Knudsen's been on our show several times. He does the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show and podcast, and he was the one that was on our show that got hit by lightning. The cowboy that had gotten hit by lightning and survived. Yeah. And uh, we, we we did an episode together, and <laughs> his booking person booked the guests. So we have the real cowboy, me, the fake cowboy, interviewing the people from Briar. <laughs> so we have the two cowboys on Friday talking about briar horses. So if you want to hear that, listen to Friday's episode. That's what it'll be. So that's all coming up. But today, apparently, Dammit Zeus is back. Uh, I Zeus. <laughs> we take we just chat a little bit about Land Rover and the lineup. Although, if you want the real coverage about that, go to Eventing Nation because we're, <laughs> we're going to give you our personal opinions it's, on all things Kentucky. It's our, if you want the fluff, you stay here. And yeah. uh, we have a. You know how you do weird news, and we're always talking about Florida men? We're doing that today, and yes, there is a Florida story, but it involves a Florida woman. Well, I got to tell you, a real Florida man is stopping by today during the show. So Love it. Look forward to that as well. But first, we have, oh, and post-show, you have something special. What do you have for the post-show? Well, you know, when I first moved here, I would do that segment called Things I Heard in Oklahoma, and uh, my son is in Little League Baseball. And so now today's rendition are things I heard at a youth baseball game in Oklahoma. <laughs> Just five or six quick things. I was like, I can police I, calls. I told Glenn I could stretch this segment out because I could just continue to compile things. But he was like, no, let's get let's start it today. So we'll start it today. So that's in the post show. So auditors, you can feel special today. We have 
four auditor birthdays that I could find. I looked all the way through next Monday, so if I missed yours, I apologize. But Megan Hennessy, Matt Hagee, Kendra Gale, and Thomas Stokel, happy birthday to all of you. We hope you have a great holiday or birthday. I know I did, so we're hoping for you to have the same. Well, the Daily Winnie goes out to my husband, who was fixing fence yesterday. Because of hashtag Damitsus. <laughs> Would you like to hear the story that well, Zeus can I ask continues? A first? What? Is Zeus still on the farm? He is still on the farm. <laughs> he did not. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. He made so it through barely, the night. <laughs> barely. But I get a phone. I'm, I'm driving home from the Little League baseball game and I get this phone call from the lovely young lady that's renting the little house in front of our house. And she's like, uh, Jamie, I, I don't think some of these horses are where they're supposed to be. And I was like, damn it, Zeus. I said, I'm pulling in right now. So I pull in the house and I go around and I see, okay, so I got to give you a little uh, background on the setup. So Zeus has elected to live with my mares. Okay. So Julie and my pregnant broodmare pink, I did not put him in that pasture. He just was in that pasture like one day a year ago and hasn't left that pasture. Uh, so he decides to be with them. So if, if you leave that paddock, you're then in the barn area, which is closed in. So, so they can't get to the road or anything. So it goes from their paddock to the barn. And then on the other side of the barn is the arena where the feral Tennessee walking horse is living because because it attaches to a stall and that's how I trap her. What was trapping her. So, Paddock, barn, arena. Uh, so I come in and I see Pink and Julie are out of their paddock and in the barn area. And I'm like, damn it, dang Zeus. Like he must have opened the gate and let everybody in. Because what he does now is he doesn't, he can't open this particular latch. But what he does is he bangs on it so much until he bends the latch. But usually it's tied with like a piece of baling twine. Well, that was chewed through. The fence had been banged to pieces and he had gotten out. Not only did he let himself out, he also let out the girls. Okay. Cause he likes misery loves company. Right. right. So the, the horse that horses are in the barn. I'm like, wait, where's Zeus? He's not in the barn aisle, oh. which by the way, everything is strewn everywhere. Okay. <laughs> Ever all my forks that hang on the wall are down. My, my shaking fork is in the middle of the barn aisle. My broom is bent because of course he pulls that down and steps on the metal handle. So that's now bent. I really do. I usually keep like <laughs> some hay in a in a push cart and that is everywhere. I mean, we're talking because he doesn't uh, just escape. He tries to make your life as miserable yeah. as possible. I have this giant bear <laughs> that gets ridden that sits against the side of the barn. That's in the middle of the aisle. Like stuffing is everywhere. We're talking mess. I'll kill I'm it. like, where's Zeus? He's not in the barn aisle. Just Julie and Pink, who are loveling, like lovely, just eating from the hay that he has strewn everywhere. <sighs> Damn it, Zeus is in the arena. Oh no! With the feral, he went mare. up to terrorize the feral horse. I'm like, God, how did he get in there? So I, there's three gates: one to the left, one to the middle, one to the right. All those are closed because feral mare. I'm gonna tie her in there. Everything is tied shut. Well, maybe she went through the barn. Maybe he opened the barn door and went there. Nope. That's closed. How did he get in? I, there's no possible way for this horse to get in because there's a four foot fence between him and the mare. Though it's a four foot fence going into my arena. Just two rails, but four foot nonetheless. How on earth? I look at him. I'm like, some hair missing from his knee, but that could have been banging the fence. I don't know. Well, my friend Ginger's out there because we're both like perplexed. You need to figure this out. You need some sort of criminology degree. <laughs> we are like X filing it. Like I see a footprint over here and I see this. Like we might as well have magnifying glasses and like headlamps because we are trying. Print yes. <laughs> I'm like, okay, it looks like he came out here and he went over here. And I noticed in the arena, just on the other side of the fence, it looks like somebody rolled, you know, how like the sand in your arena gets all smushed down from the roll. 
He's got some hair missing off his knee. Somebody in here rolled. Did he Gin- go under the fence? Ginger goes, I found it. I found it. What? What did you find? A walkover. One of the boards from the top rail has been pushed off and come back from so so like the screws popped uh, but the the board didn't break and so it, the screws popped out and then came back in and i figured it out that a hole had 10 feet to pick up a canter and jump into the arena where he hit the board with said scraped knee Bam, the roll spot is where he then somersaulted (laughs) after failing his jumping attempt into the arena. And this, the, it's ever like there's sand everywhere strewn about. This is the horse, mind you, who gets two chiropractic evaluations and adjustments a week. Let me tell you something, my friend. I'm effing done. (laughs) I am done trying to make you sound because you are trying to kill yourself. This is the horse who I'm like, I'm just not moving well. He's like, pelvis must be off. And like, we got to fix that. And he's getting acupuncture to loosen up the things and do the things. And this a-hole goes and rolls over a fence that he's trying to jump with a 10 foot starting point over the fence, lands, hits the ground, rolls. And is like, I live here now with this mare. I'm like, Oh my God. And the fact that these sleuths figured all that out, piecing together the knee there's oh and by the way on the top rail do you know how i know he didn't push it because there's hair all along the top of the board that is now embedded in the board so it's like dirt and hair it's a black First board all, you had the wrong brown. job for him he should have been a jumper <laughs> obviously not he's horrible <laughs> at it this is the second time this hor- he i mean he jumped into the paddock apparently with the mares and has never jumped out. But then he goes and jumps this, but he misses. He thinks like in his brain, it's like it's like a sixty-year-old man <laughs> like you, yeah, but exactly. you think you're like in your head, you're still twenty, you know? <laughs> and you think you can run from point A to point B and you get halfway there and like your back gives out. <laughs> like, oh, but I gotta try. And then you fail miserably. And so this horse is now in the pasture with the feral mare, who, by the way, is very happy to have company. <laughs> I was just going to say, it, now, was she terrorized? She'll never come near you again? Or? Oh, she was like, and, and then when I, I'm like, you, and I'm so angry going out to get him, of course, which if you have that much fire in your eyes and you go to catch a horse, what happens? You're not the catching horse the horse runs yeah. away. You're not catching anything. So it took me a good five, ten minutes to get him caught because I was so furious. In the meantime, I get him out of the pasture and the mare is screaming for him. Oh my God, my man, come back to me. You're my only friend. I am not kidding you. Glenn. I'll put him back and I'm just like, don't kill him. Don't kill him. Don't kill him. So now I have to, I have to replace the boards yet again. I'm like, and Chad's like, I don't have any screws. I'm out of screws. I'm out of wood and I'm out of screws. I'm like, you don't need any wood. We just need some screws. So I had to like make a special run yesterday to the dang store to get three and a half inch wood deck screws. (laughs) Now is who's taking care of uh, Zeus when you're gone? Hashtag damn it, Ginger. <laughs> not not my husband. Yeah, he I was just gonna say because no you will part. find him buried in the backyard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So 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 this morning we're sitting in bed and we're waking up and he's like he's like what are you doing today? I'm like oh I gotta ride Julie. I'm gonna ride Ace and he's like what are your plans with all these horses? You know, I'm like, oh, Julie will be for sale someday. Stanley will be for sale someday. But like you know, we got I really like Ace and he goes, what are your plans for Zeus? <laughs> And I said, honestly, hon, there's not a chance he's going to live more than a year or two. (laughs) I was like, he's going. I was like, I've realistically accepted the fact that he's going to kill (laughs) himself. I said, at least he has a job now. Like, he's great. He's taking over for Duke. Like, he's helping me start babies. And he's doing all the things. But I'm like, I fully understand that it's shocking that he's lived this long. And he will be dead soon. And he, Chad's like, I disagree. 
That horse is going to be 47. (laughs) The oldest living Mustang in history. He's he's right. That's exactly what's going to happen. (laughs) I'm resigned to the fact that he's going to kill himself and I probably will cry. But I also probably breathe a sigh of relief because I'm going to stop getting damn phone calls telling me that their horses not where they're supposed to be. Chad's Chad's now looking. When you're gone, he's going to be on the internet looking closest wild Mustang herd. No, he's going to be shopping for sniper rifles. This is what he's <laughs> he's going to load Zeus up and he's going to bring him and he's going to let him loose at the closest wild herd. The sad thing is I think I missed my calling. I need to go back and get a master's degree in criminology <laughs> because clearly I have a gift for checking out and deducing crime scenes. Hey, you know what opens today? The trade fair. Oh, I'm like, I, how, what? The trade fair opens today at Kentucky, which means all of you that are going get to spend all your money. And if it's raining, you'll be spending more money because that's what happens. I have a list. I have a list. State line tack will be there in the covered arena, booth 224. That's in the top level of the covered arena where all the, where all the stands are. Stop by. They're going to have 50% off Gatsby, Da Vinci and Oak brands up to 80% off khaki. So, uh, if you want to find a deal, if you want to just spend to your heart's content you can do it at that booth because it's huge it's probably the biggest one there so stop by to state line tack if you're staying home go to statelinetac.com and you can find all of the same stuff over there but it's not as much fun as being there and spending your money in person and carrying the bags around and then carting them out to the parking lot which is a half a mile away that just sounds like so much more fun oh my god are you so sad you're missing this (laughs) i am i'm so sad so so yeah statelinetac.com is where you can find that. So let's talk. By the way, our preview of Land Rover is brought to you by Daily Dose Equine, and they're probably going to regret that. So, um, Land Rover. I was looking at the lineup. Now, this is not an official coverage here of uh, Land Rover. For that, well, let's, again, go let's to, say go to yeah, Eventing exactly. Nation. <laughs> go to like real yeah. Kentucky3dayevent.com. There are two horse trials going on. There's the four star and there's the five star, and it is awesome to see so many horses in both of these you know it's like, it's just so impressive to see the names some of these names i mean coming over Ky- michael young like yeah. michael young's, gonna be there. young's coming in and i saw everybody's pick was like well it's hard not to bet against michael young <laughs> so although apparently the horse he's riding it is the horse's first official five star so that's something <laughs> well that's something but it's also you know not Michael Young's first first five star. So, <laughs> yeah, the foreign riders are are representing again, again this time. That's for sure. Uh, and I, you know, let's go through and pick out some of just our personal favorites. And this has nothing to do with anything record wise. It's just that they're people we like. So uh, Doug Payne's going to be there, and of course, uh, Jazz Payne is a host of one of uh, our shows, Heels Down Happy Hour, and he's going to be on Van Diver. So I have to root for Doug. You know. Of course. Yeah, you got to root for Doug. Uh, Will Coleman's going to be there. Um, and uh, it looks like Jessica Phoenix from Canada also has two horses. She always has two horses. She always has two horses there. But I was surprised Elisa Wallace is riding. Yes, I know. I'm so excited for Elisa bringing... Uh, let it the, be. Let yes, it be. let it be Lee. Yeah. So uh, Elisa's going to be there. I don't... She hasn't ridden in a while at that level. Uh, I don't think. I don't remember. Well, I mean, she's been bringing along this horse. She, she started him off the... I believe off the track and has brought him all the way up through the levels. And uh, yeah, I think it's it's awesome that she's back doing it again. I mean, her old horse retired. And, you know, I, I mean, I'm assuming when you have a horse of that caliber that you bring along, it's probably like, oh, I'm never going to get there again. And then here she is. So yeah. good for her. And of course, she can't bet against Boyd Martin and Tesserleg, right? I mean, he's going to be there to win it. So, yeah, yeah, they, you know, he's going to be in the top five for sure. Uh, but all the names that we've seen for years, Jenny Brannigan, and uh, there are some foreign riders coming in so from Europe, so that's cool. And I noticed some of our riders are heading over, uh, is it badminton is next weekend. So mm-hmm. they're heading over to badminton. So that's kind of cool. Buck is well, there too. He can't, oh, yeah. he never rule out Buck Davison. Buck has several. He's definitely due for a win. I still, from my days out in California or in Arizona competing in California, Tamara Smith has a horse named My Bum. And oh my God, this horse is phenomenal. And she goes in one of the last groups, uh, on the on the for the five star on the last day, so that always is good for your score to be one of the last ones to go. I don't know why it just seems like that. 
is how it goes. So I love her. There's some Clayton Fredericks horses. Uh, Tamara has another horse, Fleece Works Royal, um, and some awesome, awesome horses there. I wonder too, like, okay, so there's the Ellen Doty Hume, by the way, has brought another horse up by herself, you know, all the way up through the levels. I believe she's in the four star. Um, so I wonder, you know, when you're competing and say you're running novice at a horse trial and you meet somebody and they're going prelim and they're like, what level are you going novice? What are you doing? Oh, prelim. Like, you know, I just like, like I'm higher than you. Like it doesn't matter. It's just a thing. Like it's unspoken. It's just, I'm riding higher than you. I wonder if that's going on with the four star and the five star. It's the same riders though in both. I know, (laughs) but still like, like, oh, like I'm only in the four star. You're in the five star. Like you're way cooler than me. Well, let me tell you, those people riding in the four star have never seen a crowd like that if they're new to four stars because they're going to have a crowd. You know who else you can't bet against is Mark Todd, who we've talked about a lot lately, uh, rode in WAG four years ago at Tryon when we were there riding McLaren. And Janelle Does Price. Have another horse. In Janelle there? Price is riding McLaren. This oh. Time. Mm. So Mark Todd was riding that horse at the WAG, and, and Janelle Price is riding the same horse. So wonder what that's all about. Yeah. So you can't overlook. Well, <laughs> he was suspended for a little. There's that. Um, so you can't overlook that. Tammy Smith, as you said. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of really good riders and horses, and uh, we'll see how the like, weather. I also, you know, I'm I'm oh, the hard hitting. I'm the hard hitting journalist that's mm. gonna be there. You know, yeah. asking yeah. all the important questions. <laughs> yeah. And what I want to do is like, like say Michael, Michael Young is up there and he's in the top and you get to talk to him and see, you know, ask him some questions. I want to be like, what are your horses barn names? Because there are so many horses that have such strange names that I want to know what their barn names are. Like he has Fisher Chipmunk. Yes. <laughs> Probably Fisher, call him Chip. I would call him Chip, word. wouldn't you? I know. Well, do you or do you call him something different, you Monk? know? <laughs> I mean, so like Jessica Phoenix has a horse named Wabbit. Mm-hmm. Does she call him Wabbit? Well, that's short. You could probably call him Wabbit. But then you've got Lauren Nicholson writing Landmarks Monte Carlo. Do you just call him Bill? Like, <laughs> I, you know, like how's that work? So these are the hard-hitting questions that I'm going to ask Jenny Brennigan aforementioned has Twilight's last gleam. Who named that horse? Hey, hey, you know who else is there? Is Holly Bennett is there? Jolly Bow, yeah. Jolly Bow, and this is Jolly Bow's fifth five star. Is she the oldest one? She's eighteen. I mean, I know the horses. I'm not yeah. talking about the rider being no, the oldest. No, the horse is 18 years old. Yes. Yeah. That's that's getting up there for a five-star. <laughs> it's, uh, it's been done. We've seen it done. But there's um, there's another one, too, that's 16, if I remember right. Mm. Um, a Palm Crescent, I think, is 16. And that's a thoroughbred. Uh, so there's a, whole, there's a whole bunch of older horses in this one, too. Yeah, I can't wait to see what the course is going to be like and what everybody's going to be talking about. Probably footing, the course, the head of the lake, well, you know, all the fun things. Van Diver. This is Van Diver's, I remember this uh, from from a previous discussion on the show, 12th season at four and five star. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, he's due. <laughs> he's due to win something, I think. He has won a lot of five, four and five stars, but he's due to win the big one. Yeah, so there's a lot going on. If you want to see the complete coverage there, um, go check it out. Now, do you, be honest, do you watch any of the dressage or is that shopping day? So Friday, here's what we're going to do. Friday, we're going to go to the horse park, watch some dressage. And I think be honest, it's one that, or two rides. I'm going with a girl who's a dressage person. Oh, you might have to watch three or four rides. I know. She might be like, okay, that's enough. (laughs) Yes, Larissa's a dressage queen, so we we, we have to watch a little bit of it. But then um, I take over, and I think we're going to Keeneland. (laughs) Because I'm like, I want to go watch horses run fast. Are they running on Friday? (laughs) Yeah, it's always always Friday's closing day at Keeneland. So it's not confirmed, but we might do that because I think that'd be fun. It just depends on – I mean, the crowds are just so stupid. Yeah, Yeah. Especially last day. Keep up with anybody there, you know. Yeah, unless you get there before the races start, you're you're parked in, in Never Never Land. Exactly. Yeah. 
Well, that's kind of cool, though. And then yeah. you're going, uh, we'll remind everybody, the listeners that are going, uh, about the two meetups that you're doing. Yeah, so Open Barn and Barbecue at New Vocations. You can go to horseadoption.com or New Vocations website to buy your tickets. It is a, you do need to buy a ticket for it. I think it's like 35 bucks or something. And that money goes to uh, New Vocations, but also... They're doing like some demos, like Rosie and the Providence, the last demo. I can't believe you're missing that, Glenn, as much as you love her. Uh, and also, um, let's see, who else? Don't you remember? We had a falling out. Oh, that's right. Mm. It's like a, the, 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 the other jockey we talked to who was like, Rosie and the She's a she's a good rider. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I think she's gonna be fine. It's gonna be great. We're gonna go and uh, go to Open Barn and Barbecue. They do, you know, they've got a band. They've got food trucks. They've got. I think your ticket is your ticket price for the show, and you get a two drink tickets. Which yeah, I come think on. that's what we had last time. Yep. So it'll be it'll be really fun. Uh, and then Saturday morning, we usually meet about half an hour before cross country starts at jump one. Now, if nobody's going to meet me there, I ain't trekking all the way out there <laughs> by myself with my friends and dragging them out there to like be stood up. I mean, because usually Glenn goes and people come to see Glenn. So, you know, well, no, they can, it's funny because we were talking about this. I think we were talking about this uh, with on Kayla's show for tomorrow. We went over the meetups again and uh, I, and, and I said, but I'm usually there and I'm the tall one. Mm -hmm. So I said, just listen for your voice. You can hear that a mile away. So uh, that's how I said to find you. You find Jamie by her voice. Just follow the voice. I'll be, be the one looking, you She's know, with an umbrella. So um, you can't see her. Yeah. She'll be under the umbrella in the rain. That'll be the, yeah. that'll be her. <laughs> I'll be there. You'll, you'll see me. So yeah, it'd be good. So as go long as you're me. going, send me an email if you're going to go. Yeah. At least let her know that somebody is going to meet her there. Because I think most people feel Because like I'll I go did. with my friends and I'll be like, we're going to meet some people. And then nobody shows Those up and they're like, you're a loser. <laughs> we always had a lot of, you know, the one year, I think we had like 30 people show up. It was pretty good that year. That yeah, was the non-rainy year that we, we did. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, uh, let's, let's hear from Daily Dose and then we're going to come back with more. I'm here with the mad scientist who developed Daily Dose equine horse feeds. Janet Geyer. And I wanted to have a quick chat with you because Daily Dose Equine Horse Feed are non-GMO whole food nutrition based. And a lot of people go, oh, that comes from a small dedicated feed mill. I won't be able to get that when I travel. They're wrong, aren't they? They are. You can get it through Chewy anywhere in the United States. Or if you live locally in Maryland and Northern Virginia, you can get it delivered. There you go. Chewy.com. It will deliver it anywhere you want. You can also schedule delivery in advance so you can have it delivered every X number of days. And you can go in there to your account and change it every time you move horse show venues. So check it out today. DailyDoseEquine.com online or Chewy.com. We're here with Joel. He is a special guest today. And uh, actually... I know Joel through our producer, Jemmy, and uh, also the Florida Podcast Network, because he just started a brand new show, and I said, there is one guy we have to have on our show right before we do Weird News, and that is the guy who does the brand new show called Florida Man News. Joel, welcome to the show. Thanks, Glenn. It's so great to be here. We've been doing Weird News for a couple of years now, and every week on a Wednesday when... Jamie does weird news. We tend to have Florida men in the stories, so uh, I have to put up with her ridicule almost every week. And so I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you're here. Now, I want to give people a little bit of the sample of the style you use, and then we'll talk about why you use this style, okay? Uh, sure. It's brilliant, by the way. I love it. So here we go. And in prosthetic pirate news, a 37-year-old Florida man being booked into jail sought to smuggle narcotics into the lockup that were hidden inside of his prosthetic leg, according to police. The man was arrested early Saturday during a traffic stop near his residence in Largo. The man, who was a passenger in the vehicle, which was reportedly not a pirate ship, was sitting atop, quote, a glass pipe which contained a thick white residue which field tested positive for cocaine on 
So that's just the you do this so straight like a regular anchor would for a news podcast or a news show, and it's what makes it so good because also you throw in those little quips all the time. This is brilliant the way you're doing this. Oh, thanks. I, it, you know, I'm a big fan of shows like uh, The Daily Show and The Onion, and I, I you know, it just uh, it it's a a, a style that um, that I've always just just loved and, and laughed at so I, I figured i'd give it a try and it seems to be working out <laughs> so you were a comedian before uh i i had an, another uh comedy podcast uh but not not like a stand-up comedian or anything i've just always you know been been the uh the funny guy in the group and uh, i used to uh host trivia night and you you kind of have to have a sense of humor to deal with some of the people who uh aren't really the the diehard trivia people they're just in the bar and and you know they uh they just want to sit there and drink and they don't want to listen to some guy yammering on about obscure facts so um you kind of have to um have a, have a sense of humor to deal with those people too so well now how often is this show coming out uh this is uh every other friday for now um uh, and uh if if it's successful i think uh i think we're gonna want to go even more frequent than that but for now it's uh yeah every other week well you're not short on stories we can i was gonna say like literally (laughs) i've got i do weird news on wednesdays and i've got three florida stories three (laughs) yeah no the 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 hard part is narrowing down which florida stories (laughs) why is florida so crazy why is it like that? I, you know, I we've always at my old show, uh, Florida Men, we we covered the same subject, and and we've narrowed it down to three reasons. Uh, number one, it's too freaking hot here, and everybody's brain is just fried. Uh, number two is we've got the sunshine law, which means every arrest record is public record. So when it's a slow news day, the reporters just go and check out the police beat, and hey. That's kind of weird. That that'll uh, that'll get some clicks. And uh, the third one is everybody here is running away from somebody else. Everybody, everybody's from <laughs> somewhere else. <laughs> but you can't run away from yourself. I always said if I was homeless or in trouble, I'd head south to where it was warm. So it makes sense. Yeah, it really does. It really does. And, and, and you know, raise my hand because I'm one of those people, too. I grew up in Michigan and I came down to Florida because I was sick of Michigan winters. So, so that that would be a good study. Is what are you running away from to move to Florida? So, <laughs> I, I like your I like your your hypothesis there that Glenn, we're all running away from something. there's your next next segment: man on the street in Florida. Yeah. Hi, why are you here? Yeah, what, what are you, you running away from? from? What did you do in Michigan that you have to hide in Florida? We'll we'll, we'll voice. You could do like a voice disguiser because these people probably have warrants out, and so you could really get into it. <laughs> yeah. There That's you your next podcast, man. <laughs> well, Joel, we wish you the best of luck with this. We know that it's, it, we've had a lot of laughs talking about Florida stories. Uh, and apparently, when we do Weird News next, we have a Florida woman, you said this time. So, yes, I have. I'm sure he's read that one already. <laughs> yeah, are you limited to just men or will you do women? Nope, Florida man, Florida woman. We kind of we, we want to stay away from the kids unless it's a you know a fun, funny story. We don't like the the depressing story about kids. So, um, well, now, will yeah, you Florida do murder? Will you do the story if the person dies? We have a rule: we won't do the story if the person dies. No, no, no death, no, okay. um, no, uh, um, child abuse, anything, anything really. Kinda... It's, it's really, it's really just uh, if you've if you've uh, brought the brought the story upon yourself. That's that's the best one because you know. It sucks the funny out of it if somebody dies. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Although, you've had a couple that you really wanted to do when somebody died just because it was so bizarre. Uh, Yeah, yeah. that's true. (laughs) Well, we wish you luck with this show. It's out on all the platforms, right, now? Yep, should be everywhere. Florida Man News is what it's called. Check out Joel over there. And uh, if you like weird news, you're going to like Florida Man News. And I love your delivery. It is so on point. It's perfect. Thanks, Glenn. (laughs) All right. Thanks, Joel. Take care. Good luck. You too. All right, bye. Well, you want to do some weird news now that we've now that we're all warmed up. Let's do it. Time to learn why some days you're embarrassed to be part of the human race in Jamie's weird news. That's right. If you're reading the news wherever you get your news, 
and you think, wow, that is a super weird story, email it to me, jamie at horseradionetwork.com with weird news in the subject line, just like Laureen, Heather, Jolyn, Elizabeth, Brooklyn, and Alicia all did. Um, But I actually found this one, and I wanted to start out, yes, in Florida, but also something that was kind of cute. Congratulations to Toby Keith. He's a chihuahua, and he lives near West Palm Beach. (laughs) Toby Keith the chihuahua has now made it into the Guinness Book of World's Record for being the oldest dog ever, 21 years old. That's an old age chihuahua. Really? Wow. Is that the oldest dog ever? 21? Well, apparently, according to Toby Keith. <laughs> I would have thought that we dogs would have been older than that. Huh. Okay. Um, I, I don't think the... It, so it says the prior record belonged to an Australian cattle dog who passed at 29 years old in 1939. That's old. But I, maybe <laughs> they didn't have Guinness Book back then? I don't know. I don't. Maybe it's just the oldest... Oh, the oldest living dog. Ah, gotcha. Yeah, because you're right. I just looked it up, and Bluey was that horse, that dog's name, the Australian cattle dog. Twenty nine years, five months. All right, there you go. Nineteen ten. <laughs> so, uh, oh, next story. You have one job. <laughs> All right, this one. <clears throat> this one. Oh my goodness. Are you ready? What are you sitting down? No, so, up, I sit? <laughs> uh, this happened in Quilcene, Washington. Okay, so this woman was uh, hiking in the Olympic National Forest northwest of Seattle and had been using her phone. Well, she had to go to the restroom. Uh, she's in her 40s and she goes into the restroom. But if you know, the restroom at hiking places and camping places are outhouses. Yep. Okay. They're called pit toilets. Thank you. Mm. So she goes in and sits (laughs) sits down on the pit toilet. And while using the pit toilet, she dropped her cell phone down into the pit. So apparently. It's basically a permanent porta potty. Yeah, no, that's yeah. gross. Like that's it's <laughs> no, you don't want to be in that. It's like going to crawling in a septic tank, you know, dropping your phone in a septic tank. Well, here's what happened. Apparently, she then attempted to dismantle the toilet to retrieve her cell phone. And then she disassembled the seat and the housing and she got her dog's leash and she was <laughs> trying to fish out the cell phone and eventually it. <laughs> it, it it just she just took it a little too far oh, no. eventually she took the leash to tie it up or behind her to help support herself down into oh, the pit toilet which then failed and she fell head first into what they called the vault <laughs> She somehow writes herself. She stands up in the vault. <laughs> Apparently, maybe got her cell phone back at that point. I don't know. Stood up and is like, help! She is standing in a vault that she cannot get out of. So, guess what happened? Who do you call? The fire department. So, the fire department responded to the mountaintop. By the way, can't get there quick because you're on the top of a mountain. So, she had to stay there pretty long. They ended up having to make makeshift platform pass down to the person who was standing in <clears throat> the vault and uh, was uninjured, requested no transport. She didn't want to go to the hospital. Well, I can't let's be honest, why. they didn't want to transport her either. So <laughs> there's that. She did not have <laughs> any other clothing. So they say that the, the patient was washed down and given a Tyvek suit to wear. Oh, they brought her over to the fire truck, got a hose out and hosed her ass down. Uh, That's what they did. (laughs) They did. It's like when you get put put into prison in the movies and they throw the lime on you and hose you down and then you're negative. Tyvek is like paper, (laughs) by the way. My brother is a fireman and I can just hear him walking over with his fireman buddies to the fire truck with her tagging along them going, should we use the one-inch line or should we use the two-inch line? The patient was struggling (laughs) 
just plastered. <laughs> the patient was strongly encouraged to seek medical attention after being exposed to human waste, but she said she, quote, only wanted to leave. Yeah, I bet she did. <laughs> She, they said, this is from their Twitter. Uh, the patient was extremely fortunate to not be overcome by toxic gases or sustain any injuries. Do you know and how many of those firemen were taking pictures? Every single oh, no, one. No, there's pictures of them in front of it. Like, there's two firefighters <laughs> who are like hands on hips, like, eh, while they've got police line, do not cross tape around the outhouse. <laughs> This is stories for them forever. This is going to go down in legend. Somebody (laughs) commented, I would rather be dead than rescued. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And this lady felt the same way. (laughs) She's probably going to die from some strange poisoning that she got from being in the pit toilet. You know what? Get a new phone! Would you go after your phone? Oh, God, no. No, me either. (laughs) Oh, no. I needed a new phone anyway. Bye, phone. You know what? I wouldn't have gone even to the dog leash. I wouldn't have gone that far. No, you don't put your face in that hole and try to get something (laughs) out. No. Nor do I want my phone after it's been down there either. So there's that. All right, I'm moving on now. This is uh this is fun. This is another Florida story. Our second, if you're counting, Longwood, Florida. Apparently, uh, some people had a, a wedding party, and they were like, it was the night of February nineteenth. De- deputies responded to four hundred Woodbridge Road to assist the Seminole County Fire Department with a medical call. Apparently, at this wedding that was being catered, guests started vomiting. Complaining of stomach pains, and one man requested to be transported (laughs) to the hospital because he was, quote, feeling weird and stated that he felt like he, quote, had drugs inside him. Well, guess what, my friend? You did. That's right. They put drugs in the pot in the lasagna. Pot lasagna. That's right. You ate pot lasagna. Apparently, multiple people were sick, and they tested the lasagna, the brownies, pudding shots, wine glasses, chocolate-covered strawberries, and they did find lasagna and bread collected zine testing positive for THC. Now, the two people involved in tampering, I think it's the bride and the chef. No, it was the bride and the wedding planner. That's what I meant. Bride and wedding planner are both facing charges of tampering. They could have killed somebody, number one. Where did they think that was going to be a brilliant idea? I don't know. It's not like they were like, you know, I'm sorry. I'm not like a pot smoker, but I I might have imbibed. And you know what it does? It makes me sleepy and hungry. Like, it's not a party game for me. Like, mm -mm, Yeah, but where did did the, did she intentionally try? try and ruin her own wedding because you know something bad was going to happen to the people who especially had never before. What I want to know is, is she married or did he leave? Or did he <laughs> know? A good question. <laughs> I always oh. have more questions than answers. Oh. I just can't. That wasn't in Florida, was it? Of course it was in Florida. <laughs> Longwood, Florida. How far is that from here? Far enough. <laughs> We're going to go to Michigan. I've got two more stories. Uh, you know what? I'll, I'll skip the Michigan one because it's very similar to the last one. But I'm going to tell you about something that happened this past weekend because it was a big deal. Luke Akins and Andy Farrington. They're those pilots for the Red Bull planes. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, yep. and they do all these stunts. Yeah. Well, they requested permission from the FAA who said, no, don't do that. They were going to their cousins and they were going to attempt the first plane swap in midair. OK, so they went way high in the air. They were going to tip the planes down into a nosedive and then push out and switch airplanes in you mean mid-air. one pilot and no other pilots in the planes? There's one pilot to an, the other one plane? One pilot and one pilot. What They were going to switch and Are they related to the woman who took the dive into the porta potty What? I know, right? Holy what could possibly crap. go wrong? Well, this happened over the weekend, Glenn. It was a big deal. It was somewhere in Arizona. And they were going to fly their planes close together, put them in a nosedive, and then skydive into each other's aircraft before making a safe what landing. What could possibly go wrong? Well, th- you know, I, I I saw this story last week, and I was like, oh, I'm going to save that. So then this morning, I'm like, I wonder if there's an update. 
you want the update? Yeah. Did you talk to Chad about this too? I get, please. Ask I showed him all the videos okay, and everything. Good, good. Okay. So here's the headline from Newsweek. Two pilots attempt to swap planes in midair goes wrong. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Did they so think they I, were in the desert, that it would be a softer landing? So here's what happened. So they were doing all their Red Bull stunts. And by the way, Chad is like, these guys are in so much trouble. They're going to lose their license. If they go to fly again, they're going to oh, get really? arrested. Yeah. Like, this is a big problem. They didn't for have these permission people. to do it. And Red Bull was like, yay, one made it. You know, like, Red Bull is being apparently investigated now. Um, so what happened? Well, they're real happy. <laughs> two, yeah. No, they actually are. They, yeah, they're going to get in trouble. But they were like all about it. So Red Bull gives you wings, Glenn. Duh. It's true. Guess what? Takes them away, too. So what happened is the two pilots went way up in the air. And both. And looking at the video, they're not as close as I thought they probably should have been. They both tip the planes into a nosedive. And start going straight down. And then you see them both push out of their airplanes, which, by the way, have propellers. And they go in front of each other's airplanes. Okay. Wow. Are, so they're uh, falling at the same speed as the plane? Yeah. But yeah, the plane is nose down and then they get out of the plane. So, and they're, but they're, okay. So I, I always thought that, you know, heavier plane would fall faster than the human, but I guess maybe. Well, the falling. human less wind resistance. Yeah, so they true. actually fell faster. But they 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 had this all planned and timed and magical. However, <laughs> what Chad was telling me is that one guy, the, when he tipped it over, he tipped it too far over, and the mm. plane started spinning. Oh, that's never good. <laughs> Going down, spinning in a circle. Chad, Chad's nightmare is a spin. spinning plane. <laughs> oh yeah, this is look at no, this is terrible. So you can see the video, and the guy video goes. Uh oh, <laughs> that guy <laughs> have a parachute. <laughs> and then fortunately he did. And he was able to parachute. But apparently in the midst of his parachuting, people thought he was going to hit by the plane while he was deploying his parachute. Like he was because the plane started to catch up to him. Uh, so the, the videos are out there. It's on news. <laughs> did the guy, other guy get into the plane. He did. And fly it. He did. That's pretty. So, that's pretty amazing, though. When you think the about Red it. Bull plane actually went straight down and hit I bet the did. ground, crashed. Obviously, <laughs> I think it had a parachute too, but I'm sure it doesn't stop it from mm. going. Um, I would like to say that Red Bull actually made a statement after this. I'm trying to find it because Red Bull really owned it. I mean, come on, come on. Where is this? Is the most thing? publicity they've had in a long time. It's like. like <laughs> um, so it says here Red Bull promoted the stunt beforehand on its website saying on Sunday April 24th Luke Higgins and Andy Farrington will go down in history as the first pilots to take off in one aircraft and then land in another aircraft after sending their airplanes into a nosedive and jumping out of them plane swap has been a year in the making and then the next thing that they say is pilot Luke Egan successfully achieves plane swap. <laughs> it's only one. It's only one. One of the pilots. Okay. to put a positive Just spin one. on it. Glass half full. <laughs> so the FAA was like, you can do this as long as you have a pilot in the plane, like mm. leave a pilot in there. And so let them do whatever they're going to be dumb about. But apparently they got turned down, but they did it anyway. Mm. And so, yeah, uh, there goes oh, their licenses. <laughs> I saw those guys too. Trouble. I saw them at an air show. Uh, they are nuts. <laughs> it's just nuts. But then most of those pilots at air shows are nuts. So there's that. That's true. And that wraps up your oh, weird oh, news no, stories. I have a headline oh. from today. Oh, God. USA Today. It's not weird news, but it's a headline from USA Today. In the paper today. The it what international paper USA Today. This is the headline of the article. Lance Armstrong of horse racing. Suspended trainer Bob Baffert has a history of success and excuses for dirty drug tests. What does Lance Armstrong have to do? Because he was that? remember he was booted out for d dirty drug tests and having excuses for dirty drug tests. Okay, so read that headline again, because it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to my brain. Okay, so start over. Lance Armstrong of horse racing. Oh, he's the Lance Armstrong, Armstrong of, of horse, horse racing. Racing. 
There you go. Bob's getting his crap now. <laughs> hey, guys, let me tell you something. Where there's smoke, there's fire. So <laughs> Bob yeah. was the, you know, he was the pretty boy. He was the one for many, many years. But And I'm sure he thought they will never go after me. I'm sure he thought that. Don't oh, catch me. I'll yeah. just do it. I, you know, I've got away with so much. I'll just do it. Yeah. In the biggest race. They're not going to go after me. I'm the biggest uh, trainer in the country. I've won more than anybody else. They're not going after me. Well, That's why they're going after you, Bob. Yeah. USA Today, the Lance Armstrong of horse racing. All right. Well, before <laughs> we get out of here and get to Glenn, do you have a quote of the day? Um, Lance Armstrong, the Lance Armstrong of horse <laughs> racing. <laughs> Bob That's Baffert. a good quote. Well, hey, before we go, what if one adding just one product to your feed regimen could help your horse recover faster after a show, get relief from, from inflammation, reduce his nerves, and ease his digestion? If any of those benefits sound appealing to you, check out American Harvest Equine Hemp Pellets. American Harvest Natural Equine Hemp Pellets are vet formulated and produced from natural hemp. The pelleted formula is manufactured with potent raw CBD using no chemical processing, so your horse will love the taste as much as you'll love the benefits. Can I get actual extra potency ones for Zeus? <laughs> Look for the full line of American Harvest products at your local equine shop, any Hubbard dealer, or online at store.ltech.com. Whatever it says on the package that you give them, Double it. No, triple or quadruple. <laughs> That's what you need to do. It's going to save his life. He is not a normal horse. <laughs> There's something wrong with that boy. Something wrong with that boy. <sighs> well, you all have a great time at uh, Kentucky. Everybody going there, have fun. I hope you all get to be- visit with each other, uh, all the au- uh, auditors that are going, and uh, get to hang out with uh, Jamie a little bit. So that'll be fun, too. Jennifer and I are going camping. We're hiding away from animals. I'm, I'm getting animaled out, so I need to hide away from animals for a few days uh, our weather will be nicer so uh, we'll can i also that. make one yeah. one update yeah. you said you're over animal because i'm over animal right now but bunny gate oh, continues yeah. to be a success no really yeah yeah i was waiting it is. on that but don't worry, I'm going out of town. There's yeah. no way he's not going to notice <laughs> yeah. two gonna, bunnies. He's going to notice it now. <laughs> You're going to get a text or call. About. You're going to be at jump 12 on Saturday when the phone rings. <laughs> yeah. Lucas is dying. He's like, Mom, we got to tell him. And I'm like, go ahead. And he's like, you tell him. And I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm not telling him. I'm let him find it Put out. It but we have kid. to tell him. We have to tell him. I'm like, go ahead. He's no, gonna I don't go, want to. You tell him. Another bunny jumped into his cage. I don't know how... I don't don't know where that other bunny came from. It must have just come. And he'll let it loose. For those who don't know, April, a (laughs) listener, gave my son a rabbit. And of course, me, I'm like, oh, the little rabbit's lonely. So I got another rabbit. But I ended up getting a rabbit that looked identical. So Chad would not notice that I had two rabbits when they were just out in a little turnout. Um, So, so far, Bunny Gate continues to be (laughs) my goal. (laughs) My goal is that when when this happens, when this all comes to fruition, I've got the date that I picked up the bunny. Uh, that I'm going to say, um, obviously, it's not, you know, I'm constantly teaching you how to manipulate your husbands, okay? I'm going to say, obviously, it's not that big of a deal. He's been here for a month. So my goal is a month. If I can have the kids' bunny hidden. <laughs> no. I don't so, think so, and in the If you weren't going away, maybe, but. Yeah, no, I'm totally, I've got Ginger. Ginger's looking after the bunnies. Maybe I should take one into her house. Maybe I'll do that. There you go. Bunny gate. We'll see y'all. Have a good weekend. Baby your guilt. Hide your bunnies. (laughs) Hang on, auditors. 